You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. In Genesis 1, there is only one individual on planet Earth. It's the only chapter in the entire Bible there's only one person. The Bible says in Genesis 1, in the beginning, what's the next word? God. It's amazing that God never tries to identify himself or define himself or to prove himself. But in the beginning, God. As this country of ours and as we as individuals get away from God, everything's going to fall apart. Chapter 1 is the best. Chapter 1, there's no man to mess things up. Chapter 1 is just God. No, nothing else but God. And he uses the word God, capital G, small letter O, small letter D. You've been in this church any amount of time, you know that that word God is the, Greek, the Hebrew word Elohim. Elohim in the Hebrew is three or more, plural, it's plural. We have uh, singular, meaning one in our English language, dual, which means two or more, or plural, we call it. But in the Hebrew language, there's singular, dual, and plural. Isn't it amazing that God says right from the beginning, in the beginning, God, Elohim, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. First John chapter 5, there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Son, or the Word, and the Holy Spirit. These three are one. And I thank God for the function of each one. God's saying they're all there uh, in, in creation. All the Trinity was there. That's why John 1, without him was not anything made that was made. Jesus was there at creation. The Holy Spirit, say, explain it to me. I've heard different explanations. I can't explain the Trinity, how three can be one. I do know that I've heard the illustration of the egg, and you have what we call the egg, the outer shell. That's the egg. We look at, there's an egg. And then we see the yolk, and we see the white part of it. Uh, so it's all three, and it's an egg. I, I do know that I am a person. I'm a son. I was a son. Um, but uh, I'm a husband, I'm a father, and I'm a grandfather. So those three, I have uh, three, per, three parts to my life. I can't explain it, but I believe it. I believe it by faith because I, he's proven himself real in my life. Chapter one is all about God. Notice, if you will, follow with me. And you, you maybe I'll ask you to fill in the blank here in a moment. Verse number three, and good. Verse four, and and in the middle of the verse, it says, and God divided the light. Chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 5, and verse 6, and, and verse 7, and, and verse 8, and verse 9, and verse 10, God, and. Hey, we're doing well. Uh, the latter part of verse 10, God saw, and God said. And verse number 12, God saw it was good. And verse 14, God said. And verse 16, and God made. And verse 17, God set. And verse 18, God saw. No man, no Adam, no Eve, no Ahab, no government 
It's all about God. Everything's about God. How do things go when it's all about God? Well, let me show you how it goes. Look what the Bible, that's exactly the word. Verse number four, and God saw the light that it was It was good when God was around, when God was running things. Uh, Look, 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 if you will, what it says in verse number 10. And God called the dry land earth and gathered together the waters that were called, together to the waters that were called seas. Let's read the latter part. And God saw that it was the second time. Look at verse number 12. The seed was in itself after its kind, and God saw that it was good. You're doing well. Verse number 18, he gave to a, 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 a sun and a moon to rule. And God, verse 18, saw that it was good. You know that in verse number 25, it says, in verse number 21, it was good. Uh, the fowl there. And verse 25, it was good. And verse 31, it was good. Seven times, it's good. There's only one of the chapter has seven times in the Bible. There's one that has eight. One deals with God and our relationship is serving him in the New Testament. The other was in the book of Romans chapter seven about grace. And it gives seven in the Bible is perfection. And in chapter one, all you have is perfection. It's all about God. Everything's about God. And this chapter, 31 verses, you'll mark it, I marked it, 31 times we have God. Who do you think is the preeminent one in chapter one? It's God, it's all good. Everything's good. Enter man. Man messes things up and God stopped in one chapter using God, 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 the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Now that word's gonna be used another 2,300 times, God, in the Bible. I wanna say it's 2,382, but I might be mistaken there. So he's throughout the Bible, but in one chapter like this, it's all about God and it's all good. You don't see that again. So we use a different word, when he uses a different word when you get to chapter two. The Bible says in verse four, chapter two, these are the generations of heavens and earth when they were created. In that day, the, wait, wait, we've never had the word Lord before. In that day, what does it say? Two words, Lord God. Verse five, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew for the Lord God. Verse number seven, and the, Lord God formed man out of the dust. Verse number eight, and the, by the way, it's too obvious. If it's, in chapter one, it's all God, 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 good, 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 good. It's all good. Why does he change to Lord God? Notice if we continue there, how about, how about, where am I at? This Bible here. I'm getting confused here. Chapter number, uh, chapter two. Did I go verse eight? God, the Lord God planted. Verse number nine. And uh, out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree to grow. And verse 15, the Lord God. And verse 16, the Lord God. 
In verse 18, the Lord God. In verse 19, the Lord God. In verse 21, the Lord God. In verse 22, the Lord God. It's all about the Lord God. Now, God is that word we said is Elohim, plural, three or more, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. It's all good. Lord is the word Jehovah. Jehovah is really almost indescribable, but it's the personal name. Jehovah is I am. In other words, whatever you need. That's why you have in the Bible, he's Jehovah. I, I ran into, talk to Brother Manuel Nunes. He's watching at home and they, he's suffering with cancer. And he says, I'm claiming Jehovah Rapha. That Jehovah Rapha is the, God my health, God my strength. And, and so I'm claiming that. And praise God for that great man and what he and his wife are going through with this cancer. Now, wait a minute. There's Jehovah Nisi in the Bible. There's Jehovah, and he t- but, but there's also just Jehovah. When you add up Jehovah, Lord God, uh, it's over 10,000 times in the Bible. But he begins to use this when man enters the scene. Because man really confuses things. And because of that, man has to constantly turn to God, who is my strength, God who is my courage, God who is my health, God who is, you know what, America has been for two years next month suffering with a pestilence. God's word said to be pestilence. We used to turn to God, now we turn to, starts with the letter G, government. It used to be God. When they had the Spanish flu, they turned to God and turned to the churches and turned to the old-fashioned altar. When we had World War I, we turned to God. When we had World War II, we turned to God. And churches are filled. In, 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 in World War II, churches began to boom in the 40s. And when the boys came back after the war in 46, churches had an explosion of growth. And the great churches in America began to grow in America in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. But you know what? We're closing 46 churches a day. Government and the world and the, the liberals are saying, we don't need God. So I'm in high school. And they said, in, uh, I'm going in junior high. I was in junior high. And they said, we don't want God in our schools anymore. You can't pray. Uh, it was an amazing day, however, in 63, when they already kicked God out, prayer and Bible, that my principal over here in a public school, when John F. Kennedy was shot, November 22nd, 1963, he came and said, young people, let's pray for our country. Our president was just shot, and then afterwards, you're all going to go home today. And the girls began to cry. I'll never forget it. And I was so heartbroken. And I remember that day, but then the next day, folding my newspaper, still have one, of JFK. John F. Kennedy was shot and killed. Our president was killed in America, Dallas. You know, we used to turn to God when we had the Dust Bowl. We used to turn to God when we had problems. We turned to government. Hey, how you doing, government? You stand on your square. You know what's happened the last two years? Homelessness is at a record number. And we're giving more money out than ever. I'm, by the way, we have some homeless folks here today. God bless you. And we have homeless people that work jobs. Government has no business giving you money. If you don't, the Bible says, 1 Thessalonians, if a man will not work, he should not eat. Amen. That's the Bible. Let's get back to God. 
because when man comes in, you're going to see in Genesis, the whole book is messed up. Uh, Do you know that, that when government gets in and says you can't have God and you cannot have prayer, we have to put we have to put gates and iron fences around our school because it's not safe for them to go there. Do you realize that when government gets in, they want to control your health? You'll be okay. You'll be all right. You don't have to leave yet here. That's why, that's why so many of us prayed and fought against Hillary Care and then Obamacare because the government should not be telling you what to do with your body. It's amazing they'll let you murder a baby and that's okay. But you have, it's getting quiet in here now, but I've been quiet for two years. Been very respectful. I've been obeying the rules. But government is messing up. We don't even know what people's faces look like. The, the smile's gone. Suicide, last two years, teenagers, record number in America. These kids feel like, not these kids, these kids feel like there's no hope. Record suicide, record divorce, record, record domestic violence, record drug overdose, records, records. Why? We don't need God for this one. We've got it ourselves. Government will take care of it. How you doing, Mr. Trudeau in Canada? You're messing things up, son. You know how to be immoral, but you don't know how to run a country. It's going to get better over the weeks to follow. I'll tell you that right now. We are pulling for the freedom of this country. And the only hope we have is God. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, Psalm 33, 15. The fool has said in his heart, Psalm 14, 1, there is no God. So what newspaper, you? I know we don't do newspapers anymore. What newspaper are you going to pick up to read about God? What news article, what news channel are you going to read to... Well, let's pray for our country. I'm not endorsing Franklin Graham this morning, but I am saying this. Apparently, he said, let's pray for Mr. Putin that he would not invade. And the left has gone berserk yesterday because when he asked us to pray for Hitler, well, he was, read the text. He was asking us that he would not invade and slaughter other people. Pastors can't even ask, can't even ask a country to pray. Without the nutcases going, hey, kids, your only hope is God. You go ahead. You go ahead if you want. You go ahead and live like you want. Live like animals and live like, but I'll tell you what, God's the answer. So here we get Lord God. Why? Because man's going to make a mess of things. And he's just saying, I want you to know you're going to make a mess. Now you're going to have to turn to me. I'll be your Jehovah. So what did they do? Well, man's created here in chapter 2. And the Lord God, verse 21, caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. He slept and he took his ribs and closed up the flesh therein. And the rib which the Lord God had taken, he made a woman. And he brought it to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And she shall be called, whoa, man. Because she was out of man. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. Chapter 3, verse 1. And the Lord God said. He said, you're going to have to need me because now this serpent. You said, well, why did God create the serpent? Oh, no, no, wait a minute. 
Why did God put a tree in the midst of the garden that they could touch? God, I've heard people say, God set them up to fail. He should have created, God should, it's amazing how God gets, God should not have made the, the, the tree. God should have not made the serpent. The serpent was made as an angelic being. And he and one third of the angels decided to have authority conflict and God had to cast him out of heaven. Adam, say, well, why did God create that for Adam and Eve? Because God did not create robots. It's 12 noon. I love you, God. It's 1 o'clock. You're a wonderful God. God, did, God could have created robots, but he would not have had any love. Thou shalt love the Lord, Matthew 22, thy God, with all that heart. With all, it's your decision. It's my decision. God did not need robots. Uh, the angels had the decision to make, I'm going to serve God or I'm not going to serve God. There's coming a judgment day for Satan. And he's going to be cast into hell, fire for all eternity according to the Bible, Revelation. And so here we have man's created. Now when man created, there's temptation. And, and, and he came and he, he came to the woman and said, hath God said you should? He, he tries to use chapter one. He doesn't say the Lord God because Jehovah's not his God. Did God, that religious being, he cast out. And the woman said unto the serpent, by the way, ladies, be careful who you talk to. Teenagers, be careful who you talk to. Men, be careful who you talk to. That's why God dedicates so much of the Bible. Men, don't talk to a strange woman. God makes it very clear. And I'm going to say we cannot talk to one another. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. But the fruit of the tree of which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you should not eat thereof. You shall not, not, you shall, uh, neither shall you touch it lest you die. And the serpent, here's a lie. Ye shall not surely die. And you know what happened. They ate of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They died that day, not physically, they died spiritually. To die spiritually is to be separated from God. God made man to fellowship with himself. God made woman to fellowship with man. But when they sinned that day, they broke fellowship. God had to remove them from the garden. They didn't die because they were having babies in chapter 4. Seth, or Cain and Abel, and then you have Seth. But they were separate. That's why we sing at Christmas, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. God and sinner reconciled. Jesus brings us back to God. Amen. And the more this world fights and legislates God out of our lives, the more difficult and savage it's going to become. Second Thess Timothy chapter 3, this know also and the last days. Perilous, savage times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, boaster, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, burning to the lust, men with men and women with women, working that which is unseemly. God wrote that 2,500 years ago on the paper. God told us that. And it's all coming to pass. Because we are a world today that doesn't believe that God is the answer. 
So our president and the presidents and the prime ministers of the world, they get together at a G8 summit or a G this summit or whatever it might be, and they toast liquor and they, they have liquor and they have all the other banqueting like they did in the days of Belshazzar and Nebuchadnezzar, and they do the banqueting, but there's nobody that says, I wonder if we could talk about God. You say, well, the politicians of the past said, oh, read Churchill and read Lincoln. And read the great presidents of yesteryear that believed that they could start the day and should start the day in the Oval Office on their knees and praying to God for wisdom. And so we have to have God, everything's okay. And then man comes in. Oh, now they have to work by the sweat of the brow. Now she's going to have, uh, go through the valley of really death and conception, the Bible talks about. And the Bible says in chapter 4, you're doing so well. Adam knew his wife. She conceived a bare son, Cain. She said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. Brought that word Lord back in because Jehovah, if you're going to have kids, you're going to have to know how to raise kids. You're going to need the Lord, the I am. He's going to have to show you the steps that that son or daughter should go. You're going to have to learn how to love that child and lead that child and Learn that child, teach that child. And, and, and I'm not just talking about the Bible and certainly the Bible, but so many of you have so many skills. Uh, I'm not saying your boy, if you're a mechanic, needs to be a mechanic, but he ought to at least be given that opportunity. That, will he fall in that trade or woodworking or computers or doctoring? I'm not saying he has. I, I never told one time our kids, we want you to be a preacher, boys. We want you to be in full-time service. But I prayed it every day of my life. And when our kids all decided to go serve God with their lives, I felt like it was the Lord, not Dad. I just made an environment where they could have a Christian school with my wife. We made an environment as a church family that they could have yeah, youth groups and they could have preaching and youth conferences and they could have children's church and they could have these things that would teach them the things of God and music lessons. I don't know what they're all supposed I'm not going to tell a boy he's supposed to be a pastor. I'm not going to tell him he's supposed to be a Christian school teacher. Maybe he's supposed to be the next president of the United States. I don't know that. But I want to put all the ingredients of mathematics and sciences and, and history and languages and computer skills and automotive skills and woodworking skills. I want it all there and sports skills so that they can have all these environments coming in their life that they might say, Lord, here am I. Send me. Well, I'll do whatever you want me to do. You're going to need help raising your kids. You're going to need help to, when you're wrong. To, I had to apologize. It's terrible. My sweet wife, perfect. I had to apologize twice to her this week. Over It's a little thing. Uh, I mean, she was hitting me and slapping me around. Oh, boy, that goes out online. Uh, she was perfect, but I just felt like a short with her. I just felt like I said something. It was not, no big deal. You probably tell your wife all day long. What I, but uh, just a little thing. I can't remember. And I said, you know, I, I feel like I, I, I shouldn't have said anything. I apologize. That's Yahweh. That's Jehovah telling me, we're out of time. Oh, my goodness, we're just getting to the message here. Make, pull it all together. You know what happens? There's, there's mention of God, but not like there was in chapter 1 when it was all good. The remainder of the book, here's what happened. Cain murders his brother. Because Yahweh, Jehovah, he had no regard for help from God, uh, the Lord, and from God himself. I'm going to do my own thing. Go ahead and do your own thing. See, how, see the end result. Here's a good example of murder. 
Here's a good example, mom and dad uh, blaming one another. Uh, who gave you this fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Well, the serpent thou created. You did it, God. No, God didn't do it. No, the serpent didn't do it. Well, Adam, who, who did it? Well, the woman you gave me. She did it. No, quit blaming. We're all victims nowadays. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a German. There's not a lot of Germans in the world. I'm a victim. You people have done me wrong. You owe me money because I'm a German. I mean, you go to the meat market, you see steak and hamburger. Germans have hot dogs. That's about it. I mean, we just got a little, little area. The meat department ought to change. They're against us. They've always been against Germans. I know that. I felt it my whole life. In fact, I'm going to a therapist starting this next week and they're going to help me with my in, you know, insecurities. And, and what are they, I mean, you Italians have good food. Mexicans, good food. We have sauerkraut. That's wrong. That is absolutely wrong. I mean, I mean, the other nationalists have good desserts. We have waffles. I don't know what we have. I don't, I don't even know. I, I don't know what we have for desserts. American cookies, I guess. And everybody's, Adam and Eve blaming. And, and, and then their son kills his brother and he blames. Am I my brother's keeper? You know, you're, you're not watching him. But it just continues there's Nimrod that comes in. He says, I'm going to build a tower to heaven, make a name for myself. And, 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 and then there's Ishmael and Isaac, the Arab race and the Jewish race, because he just decided to work it out for God because God was going slow. And, and then they have chapter 37 through 45, brothers throwing a boy, their other brother, in a, in a pit. Ten of their brothers throw him in a pit to die, and then they lied for t over 20 years to the dad, said, we think some wild animal. Here's this coat of many colors, and, and here's the blood that they put on there. Here's the blood that some wild animal must have got them. How do you lie to your dad for over 20 years? You know what they do? What happens throughout, my message today is dethroning God. Just dethroning God. This verse says it all that in all things he might have the preeminence. John 3.30, he must increase, I must decrease. We live in a proud world. I, I don't need God. Unless it's emergency room, and then if the result is not what we like, I'll tell you, I'll never go to church again. I'll never pray to God. I'm mad at God. He didn't come through. Oh, so he's your genie in the bottle? God has my life all planned. Do you know today that the Bible says that Christ, who is our life, Colossians 3, 4, it's an amazing thing, and I'll close my Bible to give you hope. I won't close both, but I'll close one. <laughs> you know John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. God so loved the world. Hebrews one begins, verse one, God at sundry times in divers manners spake unto us. And he spake unto us by his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 4, 4, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, made of a woman under the law to redeem them 
for as much as you know, you're not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold as received from the vain tradition of your father, but by the precious blood of Jesus who gave himself a ransom for us. You know, God's word is so clear that he says that, that, that God gives me strength. God gives me courage when I don't have courage. God gives me peace when everything around is exploding. If we go the next two years away from God as fast and quickly as we have the last two years, I don't know what we'll be looking at. But I do know that God will still be here. So a king comes in, he says, you cannot pray to your God. There's a mighty man of God by the name of Daniel. And he went to his windows. He did every day, three times a day, and opened up the windows, and he prayed toward Jerusalem. They said, for that, there's going to be punishment. And they sought to punish this boy that they had taken as captive, who spent 90 years of his life in captivity. He rose to power and then was taken down, and God then gave him the vision of the last days, what's going to happen. For example, you know, Ezekiel and Daniel already told us that in Ezekiel 38, Russia is going to invade the countries around her. There's no surprise to God. He tells us in Isaiah 38, 39, they have to have a path to the sea during the tribulation. They got Crimea, now they're going to go after Ukraine. That's the avenue to the ocean. That's the avenue to the sea. God told us it was going to happen. God made it very clear in the last days how we would be blasphemers. Because God was dethroned in chapter 2. And all these consequences, just, just look through the Bible, they just keep coming and keep coming. One day soon, he's going to come back for his people and take us to heaven. Or we'll go by way of the cemetery and be in the presence of God. Don't dethrone God this week. Please don't. In your marriage, in your home. I'm talking to me. Why am I so passionate about preaching? Because God, God spoke to my own heart from this text. It's all about God. And Jack, if you dethrone God, you're going to make a mess. And it's so easy to be in control. When I can't see what God's doing, he can see it from heaven, what he's doing, but I don't like it always. So I'm going to work it out for God. And that always winds up being a mistake. Let God be God. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.